Before I start the podcast, can you go down in the description, click on one of those links. Those are called affiliate links. Those are for Amazon. You can buy all kinds of stuff from Amazon. You don't have to buy the camera equipment, the audio stuff, the lighting. If you shop using those affiliate links, then I get a little taste of it and I can continue to fund the podcast. Okay? Enjoy. Hey, hey. Hey, so what's happening? Um, how you been? You been good? Cool. Interesting week. Um, this is day 50, 58, 59 of this whole thing. Uh, no haircuts. No shape-ups. And um, I'm not sure how to feel. I'm wearing a lot more hats. Around the house, just, I don't want to put forward a bad image, so it's just straight up, <laughs> straight up hats, man. Until we get, like, a lot of people, they're thinking about coming back. This is, this is uh, the week of May 11th, and a lot of people think that on the 15th, we're going back to work. Or going back, people are, things are opening up. People are going back to, let me tell you something. I'm not going back to anything until, not even, a, not even a all clear. Not even a, uh, not even like, not even like a cure. You know what I mean? Not even like a, I'm never going back. Never going back. I might go back for a couple of days and do some things here and there. But I'm from here on out, dog. I'm indoors now. I'm an indoor cat. All these people hanging out in big groups. Did you not hear? Dr. Fout, did you not hear what he said? He said, look here, stay out. Stay at home. Stay at home. Why? And I see, uh, I see people just in big groups hanging out. I've been going to the store. I go to the store. Um, in my grocery store, they have the tape. This is how you know your grocery store cares about you. They have tape. On the floor, like traffic, direction, you go this way. The next aisle over comes back, back the other way. This other grocery store I go to, straight, straight up anarchy. Straight up, you need to get to the, go get to it. You need to get to the food, go, go down this way, no matter who's there. You ain't supposed to be walking by people. You ain't supposed to be doing you ain't supposed to be doing that. And Food Lion, I'm gonna say it, Food Lion. The one I go to. Giant doing a good job. Giant, they have blue tape and it's fresh tape, which means they haven't left it there for a few days. They want you to know. 
fresh tape on the floor. Bam. Look where this is where you need to go. Excuse me. Excuse me. This, you can't come down this aisle. No, you need to go back the other way. Go down that aisle. Swing around. And then you can come up here. Not a food line, dog. Food line, you get in where you fit in. Play, excuse me, dog. There's people reaching all over. Hey, excuse me, play. Hey, no, nah, I'm going to be right. Yeah, just give me a. I, <coughs> fam, I'm trying to avoid catching this. To uh, My mask, I need to wash my mask. Wash your mask. If you can't, I know it's hard, man. I know that you think, oh, I'm just I'm just breathing into it. No, man. I think I got three wares out of mine before I put it on, and I was like, oh, oh. You got to have two or three. You got to have two or three masks to go back and forth with. Two or three, man. Two or three. I got one. My lady made me one. It's blue jean. I got that one. And I got another one that's just um, purple. It's purple. With pink, um, pink, pink, pink tassels, man. I'm a, I'm a grown-up. What, what you, what you want to do? I'm a grown-up. Okay? Do what I want to do. I've only wearing it, worn it once. Um... This week is interesting. This past week has been tough. I know I haven't podcasted in a while. I know it's been a minute, but just just know that I've been thinking about you. Um, hope you enjoyed the last one I did with my guys from Three Guys On. Uh, we had a, he had a fun conversation. I always have fun when I talk to my guys. Andy and Randolph, Three Guys On, they come out every – they do a Patreon on their Patreon page. That's on Mondays, and then Thursday is the episode that I was on. I also put it up on uh, Read the Room, and I also, they put it up on their Three Guys On page on uh, Podbean. I'll put a link in the description to this. Um, Tough week last week. We lost another one. Uh, Groundhog's Day. It's basically Groundhog's Day. Black man, unarmed, gets shot, and... No arrests. Apparently, this happened two months ago. They tried to sweep it under the rug uh, in Georgia. And they're trying to claim some. He he grabbed the, the gun. Black brother was jogging. And I'm sure you know the story by now. But just to recap, brother was jogging. Three people, three guys, all armed. One of them had a gun and a video camera, so it was like my old job. He videotaped a father and son that he was hanging with. They had shotguns. They followed this brother, and they carted him off. They blocked the street so he couldn't get by. They got out with the guns, and he was like, "What? I mean, what's happening?" And he approached him. He was like, "What's so? What's ha- what's the deal?" And altercation, shot the brother, and he tried to get away. And by then, it was too late. He had already been been shot. Didn't call police, didn't call, like, just bled out on the street. So, 
to us, to me, to us, it looks like the same old, same old blatant racism. And all last week, a lot of my friends, Randolph, my big brother, he was, uh, he was, he's more of an activist than I. I'm not that much of a, I'm not like going to, you know, I see the wrong in a lot of things. And I see a lot of people that are super into social, you know, good for them. The, I guess the thing to do was to, as a tribute, run a couple miles for, for um, his name is uh, Ahmad. And Brother Ahmad, a lot of people are doing a tribute, and I'm probably going to do mine tomorrow. Uh, it's two miles, 2.2, 3 miles. I might run a little more. I might just make it three, just because. And, you know, a lot of my friends, of course, they do their social. And uh, I wish I had that much, not discipline. I wish I had that much energy. Because I feel like it takes a lot of energy to really get into um, the real social justice. Not this fake social media bullshit. I posted about it yesterday, so rah, rah. Like, if you're going to be it, be it. I don't claim to be it at all. I'll do um, a tribute. I will never I will never be do a protest. That's just not in me. If I had more time, maybe. If I had more energy, maybe. But I don't. I should probably eat. I think if I was healthier. I think if I was what's the diet for a protester? Like what do you how do you get in shape enough to it's gotta be a lot of pasta or something to to get in that like we're going to go out and we're going to sleep. Over, we're going to stay overnight. Not going to sleep. And I'm like, what are you eating, man? What's the what's the diet to be? Because I ate, you know, I ate a burger earlier and I'm a little, I'm a little bloated, honestly. So I'm too bloated for, to fight white people right now. I'm too bloated for all that. So what would you suggest that I eat? Uh, I wish I was a little healthier. I wish I was, you know, taking care of myself a little better. Um, maybe I should go jogging. <laughs> um, that'll be my, that'll be my tribute to that brother, though. Uh, I'm making light. I'm trying to make it light, because otherwise I would get more upset. I think that's where a lot of the energy comes from is just the pure outrage. And which is becoming pure rage. And it's really, really getting to the point where you really can't do anything anymore. You can't, can't be in your house. I saw a post that I saw somebody did this, like they went through. You can't be in your house because they've shot two people, just two black people just sitting in their house. Uh, you can't be... You can't go jogging, which you can't go. Jogging is 
like if they shooting if they shooting black dudes jogging. What black person jogs? What black person? Black people run. Okay, I'm going for a run. Oh yeah, yeah. How long you gonna run? I'm gonna run for a little bit, a couple miles. White girls jog through the park, and they get attacked in the middle of the night by tigers. Black dudes don't jog. He, that brother, this is the saddest part. That brother knew in his heart. That's how you knew he was pure. In his heart, he knew, if I go running, these white people are going to kill me. So I'm going to jog. Still got him. This sad, man. Once again, I'm making light, but it's sad. Ahmaud Arbery. So, for Ahmaud, you know, I think a lot of us are getting out there and we're doing a little, little jog. Um, doing a little jog. I've been watching a lot of, a lot of different things, a lot of different stories. The whole, the whole Ahmad Arbery, it, it reminded me of a, of a thing that happened to me when I was leaving uh, Fort Bragg. I was in Fort Bragg, and I was getting ready to come to, I was getting ready to come to D.C. I had gotten this job at the White House. I was going to be like a videographer for the White House, just out of the, just out of the blue. They came down, they're looking for people, recruiting, found me. I was 20, some, 20, 20 years old. I had no, definitely no jail, no, no nothing, no criminal record, nothing. Uh, just tickets, that's it. And I took all the tests, I did all of the, you know, all of the, the stuff, I got in. So I'm waiting to go in and they're telling me, hey, these are all the things you need, that you need to have, you need to do this, this medical, all this, and then you also need to take care of your finances, because we want you to be able, the job entails, you're not wearing the military uniform anymore, you're going to be wearing, you're going to be wearing suits, every day you wear a suit, that's what you wear to work, and I'm like, well, I don't have a suit, at the time I didn't have a suit, I was 20, I didn't have a suit, and they said, um, well, you can get some when you get up there. So try to save money. And I wasn't, like, making a lot of money. I was an E-4. If you know, in the military, if you know, E-4 is pittance. I was making pittance when I was in Fort Bragg. You know, I wouldn't get any extra duty pay. I wasn't airborne. Airborne is, like, that's what Fort Bragg is known for. It's the home of the airborne. I wasn't airborne. That's 150 extra hazardous duty pay I wasn't getting, which isn't a lot, but, you know. And I wasn't, like, uh, had a car payment. I had cable in my barracks. I had cable. I was, well, I had a landline. I had a phone. <laughs> all, my, all my money was going out. It was going out. How much do you need? Oh, let me pay you now. I mean, you, oh, let me go ahead and pay you now. So I got this brilliant I got this brilliant idea. Okay, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a job. 
I'm going to get a job. So I started delivering pizzas at Domino's Pizza. I said, I'm just going to get, because they make the money. Because somebody else, he was there. He was saying, you can make a lot of money doing that. What I didn't know was he was stealing a lot. I'll get to that later. But he was telling me, he was in the barracks. He was telling me, oh, you can make a lot of money at Domino's. And so I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to Domino's. I'm going to give me a little side job. And go to McDonald's. They hire me. They give me the shirt. I am doing deliveries Friday, Saturday nights, just going out, going out, doing deliveries. And late, late, late into the night, man, going out, doing deliveries. And I would get to these deep, dark. This is like Fort Bragg is in a, in a place. It's called Fayetteville, North Carolina. And then there's another little place right next to it. It's like one of those like outside city, but another city is like a town called Spring Lake. It's right beside. A lot of people ordered from Spring Lake from the Domino's that I worked at. So some people from the from the base ordered, and that was cool. You just go on base. Some people in base housing, some people in the barracks, giving their money. You got no tips getting going to the barracks, by the way. This is broke privates like me, broke, like lower enlisted like me. And so I'm delivering. I'm delivering, meeting people here. There met this, met this one, this guy, and this, and this girl. She had banged this other guy and this other lady that worked there. And she wasn't there too much. She saw me maybe once or twice. Right? I think her name was Betty or something like that. And there was this other younger girl. Real young girl, real pretty. And she worked there, but she had an attitude. But she was one of those, like, she could, she would quit, and then she would come back, stuff like that. So and on this cycle, she was working. And met her. She was okay. And I would just go out, deliver, go to Spring Lake, go out to the, go out to the darkness, like, trailer trailer park types go out there at night and i had a 1998 mazda protege okay burnt orange that was my that was my car so i would drive that little mazda out there and just try to find these there was no map quest there was no like you know, um, there's no apps. There was no, I didn't even have a phone with me. You go out there. They tell you, like, how to, you know, what directions or whatever. So, and you had 30 minutes. That's That was the rule, 30 minutes or it's free. So I'm doing all these deliveries here and there and boom, boom, boom. And I'll see one of my, another guy, he's out for a delivery. He's like, oh, I know where that is. And I would give it to him. And he would take it and it would make it right in time. Sometimes, though, I got caught up in the, in the you know, I got lost. And then they got the, they got the free, the free or whatever. And I had to, I never ate it, but the, you know, the company did. But um, so I was doing that for a little while. 
So we come up to, it was around this time of year. It was actually, it was, it was Easter Sunday. We come up to Easter Sunday. And I was, I was, I was excited because I finally had like a day off from the army and from like dominoes. And I'm like, I'm going to church. This is when I still kind of, kind of went to church. I'm like, I'm going to church, right? And I'm in the barracks. I'm getting ready. Boom, boom. Put on my little, go outside, flat tire, flat tire. And I, I can't go in my mind. I'm like, I can't, there's no way I can go now. That was just my little excuse. Like, I don't want to go anyway, but. I went back to the room, went back to sleep. And so a week goes by. And this time I get a I get a Saturday off. And I'm hanging out with a guy, one of my buddies, he got stationed at Fort Bragg and he was from where I'm from in Texas. Like me and him were cool back when I was growing up in Texas. We were hanging out. It was me, him, this other girl. She was from Atlanta. And these two guys, they were from New York. We were just hanging out, little crew. And I had a, I was kind of like this, like I needed a haircut. So I like, hey, man, let me, can I borrow your hat? My guy from, from Tech, Will. His name is Will. Let me borrow your hat, man. And it was like a New York, it was a black New York hat, right? And it was too small. Like it was a fitted hat. Back then we wore fitted hats. And he put it, he grabbed it, and I put I put I gave it to me. I put it on. And I was like, cool. I was wearing now this this how old this how how long ago this was. I had on a <laughs> I had a burgundy shirt on. Black hat, gray sweats, white Air Force Ones. Okay. I didn't give a, f I didn't care. And I was like, I'm ready. Y'all ready? They were like, Sh sure. So, you know, we hang out. We go get some ice cream or whatever. Somebody mentioned, let's go to the mall. Back then, we would go to a, a flea market, like a big, like free market, and just walk, walk around. Some people, like some of them, they got New York cats, they got fitted for grills. You know, I'm from the South. We all got, you know, but they were into that. That was, like, big coming in for them. Like, yo, we getting, we going to get a grill, dog. So they getting fitted. And I'm like, I'm not putting that, I'm not putting none of that in my mouth. But no, dog, they'll do it for you. No. So they had the flea market and get it fitted for grills. And we say, man. Forget that. Let's go to the mall. Let's go to the real mall. So we all get together. We all pack up. Go to the mall. Right? And we walking around the mall. And I'm noticing it's cats, like, looking at me. White guys, like, not button up. They had on polos, like, dark polos with khaki pants. You know what that means. So they roll over to me and they kind of, you know, 
pull me off to the side. Say, can we talk to you for a second? I'm like, yeah, sure. What's up? They pull me off to the side. And they go, uh, is this your hat that you have on here? I'm like, no, no, no. It's my friends. He's over there. It's my buddies. They go, you sure? I'm like, pretty sure it's his hat. Pretty sure. And my homegirl from Atlanta, she rolls up. And she, her dad's a lawyer, so she's always like, what are you, stop, what are you, what's the word? What are you detaining him for? This is like, I'm like, what, this is, this is my lawyer. Would you like to, why are you detaining him? He hasn't done anything wrong. And they're like, ma'am, well, he's, he's a suspect in a robbery. And I'm like, this is, I've heard about this. It's never happened to me. Okay, I was a little excited. I've heard about being profiled. It has never happened to this degree. So part of me was excited. Part of me was like, okay, let's see where this goes. So I'm like, well, a suspect in a, in a robbery where? And they're like, do you work at Domino's Pizza near Spring Lake? I'm like, yeah. Th I work at Domino's Pizza. It was robbed on Easter Sunday. And I'm like, it wasn't me. They're like, yeah. The suspect had on a black New York hat just like this one. And for a moment, this is, I guess this is how fast it happens. I'm like, did my boy rob Domino's? Did he rob Domino's Pizza? The one that I work at? And part of me was getting mad. Like, why would you rob the one? I'm not a criminal, but I guess I have a criminal mind. Why would you rob the one that I work at? Why wouldn't you rob another one? Or don't rob, maybe. Or don't rob. But... In my mind, I'm like, why would you rob the one that I work at? So I'm going through that in my mind. They carve me out. They say, let's, can we talk, let's talk to you outside. And him and another guy, and I'm hearing the other guy on his little, we got him, we're taking him outside. They walk me outside, okay? Obviously, I'm not a, a criminal. There's a, there's a certain, you know, I guess, energy that I give off, that's, so, they take my ID, they take my military ID, they, they take my driver's license, I'm like, here, here, I had a flat on Easter Sunday, I could have gone to church, but I didn't go to church, well, do you have paperwork for the repairs that you, I do, I do, the, the guys came, and then you're going to have to bring that to CID. CID is Criminal Investigation Division. Every base, every military base has CID. And they say, you're going to have to take it there. We're just a, what are you, just a, you just a rental cops that work here that, that tell you that you have, a, you got papers, man. Like, are you serving me with, which is the most uncriminal un thing ever is to get pulled over or get grabbed by the 
get grabbed by the mall police and then say, hey, go to the real police station. And I go, okay. So apparently the lady that, that I met once or twice, Betsy or Bonnie or whatever her name is, she apparently the lady I met Betsy or Bonnie or whatever her name is she saw me in the mall and um, well she was there when Domino's got robbed and the guy pointed the gun at her head and black cat I guess a black guy Robbed them, left. She saw me in the mall. Her coworker, she saw me in the mall and got triggered and just started crying, like uncontrollably. I didn't see it. I didn't see her. I don't even recognize what she looked like. I've only seen her, I had only seen her once or twice. So this is what they're, this is what they're telling me. So um, Monday, Tuesday, I go back to I go back to work, in the army. You know, the, the you do your if you're not in the field, if you're not or if you're not deployed, you just do like regular maintenance stuff around the the company area. You do training. You do like Monday, of course, is PMCS. You go to the motor pool, and you PMCS your Humvee. Every little group has their specific Humvee. And you check the glow plugs and you check the, basically you do minor maintenance for it, right? And I did that Monday, Tuesday. Meanwhile, I'm talking to all the people. I got arrested and they gradually detained me. And I used her word. They detained me or whatever. My company commander, now all of these, my higher ups know where I'm going. They know I'm going to the White House in the next month or two. And they're like, you, you talk to your lawyer. And get, I'm like, I don't have a lawyer. I'm trying to talk to the girl from Atlanta. Hey, talk to your dad. Does he do criminal? No, he only does like business and stuff. I'm like, so, all right. How did you learn detained? Anyway, so I go to CID by myself. I just go. And I'm like, so I need to talk to a certain detective. Can I talk to, I talk to I go in there and he's like, hmm. They say you robbed the, the store. I'm like, they stopped me at the mall. He's like, you didn't rob any store. You didn't rob a store. I don't get that vibe from you. Um, look at these pictures in here. And you wanted me to ID the guy. Like you wanted me to, do you know any of these guys in there? I'm like, I don't know any of these people. <laughs> I don't know any of these dudes. He's like, all right. Listen, um, congrats on the White House. Uh, good luck. And I just leave. I, I was in there for 30 minutes. 30 minutes. But I say all that to say, like, that was my experience being profiled. And I know that every black person has a story like that where they get profiled. They may not be as lucky as I was. And 
Apparently, you know, apparently not. I just would like for people to really pay attention. There was a time I was doing a joke about um, there's a certain amount of energy that's put in. And, you know, I was watching a documentary on, like, Discovery Channel, and there's some white dude that's in the wilderness looking at bears, and he's taking just take a picture. I had to wait three months in the bush for this picture of this polar bear. He's taking a picture, and the bear's like, I know who you are, nigga. Let me let me bite some fish for you. Drink a Coke. And he takes the picture, and it's in Sports or not Sports, in Discovery, whatever. And then, you know, he gets Pulitzer Prize and all that shit. And he's telling all the story that polar bear he would eat only four times a month. This was his feeding time. He would only drink 14 ounces of water. It's like, that's cool. It's like you live in, like, Wisconsin. Why are you talking like that? So, meanwhile, this guy goes back home to America, this white guy that's been in the wilderness, knows all this shit about polar bears. His neighbor's a black guy. He can't even pronounce his first name. Like, he can't even, what is it, Devontae? What's your first name? What? It's like... Put a little energy in. Put a little energy in to learn more about us, okay? Because I will admit, every now and then, I will admit, every now and then, I see black dudes on the street, and I yell at their ass, hey, what's, what's up, boy? And they turn, like, I'll see the side profile, and I'll yell at them, and then they turn, and I see them, and I'm like, oh, you ain't, oh, man, I thought you were, man. I thought you were my cousin who I've known for years. I thought you were my cousin who I've known for years. I'm trying to get my camera fixed, guys. I'm trying to. Figure this thing out. This only records. That's why. Okay. There we go. Okay. So, on a lighter note, I've been catching up on a few shows. I, I started Pretty Little Lies. Super emotional, like I thought. But for some reason, it wasn't as cheesy as some of the other stuff. Like, um, some of the other, like, 
super like whiny show. It was they did a good job of separating every woman's drama. They had a one tie kind of. And of course it was a shitty dude. But all of them were shitty too. So the people were shitty, the men were shitty, and the moms were shitty. The little kids were okay. They weren't as bad, but they were kind of shitty too. So overall, it was a decent show. I thought that um, Lenny Kravitz's daughter, she did a good job. She is uh, tiny. She's she's a little thing. She's, I forgot her name, but she's Lisa Bonet's daughter too, right? Um, Lisa Bonet. So there's this thing now that I'm noticing, and maybe it's just been been out. Lisa Bonet looks like this actress from Spider-Man, uh, the new Spider, the new, new the third Spider-Man. What Spider-Man is this? The the Marvel Spider-Man. She looks like the actress that was in that one, right? And then I saw, what's that girl's name? Jamie Presley, Margot. Margot Robbie looks like Jamie Presley. Like, they look just alike. And there's this thing of, like, celebrities that look like other celebrities. And it's almost like, is she famous just because she looks like her? I mean, Margot Robbie can act. um, And she's, like, drop, drop, you know drop dead gorgeous but it's like that that's another that right there is another talent to look just like just like somebody that can that's really I mean not really popular but somewhat popular Lisa Bonet was the light light skinned queen back then everybody loved Lisa Bonet insert rapey Bill Cosby joke but so Pretty Little Lies was good. Comedy specials, the Jerry Seinfeld special, I love. Um, should I do a review? I don't know if I should do a I'll do a review. Fuck it. I'll do a review of Jerry Seinfeld's comedy special. Okay. Because I feel like there's a lot of people talking about comedy. There's a lot of people yapping on about shit they don't know about. And from a comedian's perspective, I feel like there's a lot missing. So, let me get into... I liked it. Because it was classic Jerry, man. Jerry does something that a lot of comics try to do now. And it's good to see somebody who's been copied so much come back and show you, no, no, that's not how you do me. This is how you do me. Like, this is what I do. And a couple jokes, the, man, the marriage joke, the marriage is war. It's a bit, by the way. A bit is a, is a it's like a big, it's like a chunk of material. Wait a minute. A chunk is a different thing. But marriage is war is like, just as a comic, I'm watching. I'm like, oof, that's, that's good shit. 
And, um, you know, he just, the way he started, he just went into it, and then he just kind of picks at it. And then he just, boom, boom. And then he, one thing that I that he did in this thing that I that I saw, that I liked is that he would. He would say the the last punchline, and he wouldn't just like, that's the last punch. He would be like. He would kind of do like a, without doing this, you would know that that's the end of that joke. That's the end of this whole chunk is right there. And he did it twice. And for the two jokes, the other one was um. The one thing I would say, he couldn't hold his pants up. I don't know if they were too big or what. Maybe the belt was too loose. But he kept trying to pull his pants up. I don't know. Um, one thing I didn't like, and one thing I will say, Jerry's more of a writer. He's more of a writer-type comedian where they come up with material. They go and they write it all down, and then they go and say it on stage. And that's good for that kind of material. So if you have a, um, like a, something about society that you wanna write, you write it out and then you pick it apart and that's where that comes from, that polish that you can get from doing that. But the problem with it is that you can sound rehearsed. And one of his jokes to me sound really rehearsed and it's the joke about the movie theater. And I'm paying all this money. Uh, the, the, the rule is, I'm not gonna butcher Jerry Seinfeld's joke. You, you watch it. But I don't know, it just seemed rehearsed to me. That's just my thing, though. Other than that, I would watch it again. I've watched it uh, three times. And I would continue to watch it. Jerry, Fine, Jerry Seinfeld is a master of the comedic arts. Okay? And um, I think we're lucky to, to have him putting out special. He don't have to do this shit. He, I think he mentions that. I don't have to do this shit. I don't have to be here. And that's what I like about him, too. He's kind of a, he's kind of a dick. But he's a good, he's like a nice one. He's a nice, he's a nice guy. But it's just funny, man. Good special. Um, that's my Jerry Seinfeld 23 Hours to Kill review. 7 out of 10. 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. Fuck it. 8 out of 10. Would I watch it again? Yes. Because there's some of them on there I watched once and... Never again. You guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And I'll talk to you again soon.